hello, 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 and welcome to an episode of the Can I Be Real podcast. It is me, Rachel, and I have a special guest for today for our movie review Monday. It is my dear sister, Jasmine. Shout out, happy birthday. Her birthday is February 15th. But Jasmine, welcome to the Can I Be Real podcast. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me here. I am so ready to get into this movie. It was awesome. Literally, probably one of the funniest movies I have seen in a while. And especially since it's like an animated movie. You know, it's an animation, so it was it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, it was hilarious. But before we start, you know, we gotta I gotta give you the spoiler alert. There will be spoilers in this episode. If you don't want spoilers, then just go ahead and skip this week and listen to the next week's episode, which is when we'll be talking about lessons from the crude. So there's still gonna be spoilers. Psych! <laughs> so you might as well just get over the fact there's gonna be spoilers because there's gonna be spoilers. Because I we love movies, I love movies. If you're coming, if you're listening to this podcast every week, you're gonna start to love movies as much as me. It's just the way it's gonna work. Exactly. So before we get started, I want to say a quick prayer, then we'll jump into the movie, the plot summary. So, to Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for this time. Thank you, Lord, for letting my sister be here. I pray, Lord, that we're able to just share our joy with your people. I pray this in your Son Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, Jazz, if you can go ahead and read the synopsis or the plot summary, it's more of a plot summary. Go ahead and read the plot summary for us. All right. So, searching for a safer habitat, the prehistoric crude family discovers an idyllic Walden paradise that meets all of its needs. Unfortunately, they must also learn to live with the Bettermans, a family that's a couple of steps above the crews on the evolutionary ladder. As tensions between the two neighbors start to rise, a new threat soon propels both clans on an epic adventure that forces them to embrace their differences, draw strength from one another, and survive together. This movie was re- was released on November 25th of 2020 and was directed by Joel Crawford. Can I just say that this movie was hilarious? What do you think, Jasmine? It was so funny, you guys. It was literally probably like one of the funniest animations I think I've seen in a while. A long time. Since like, not old Disney, but like yeah. early 2000s Disney, Man. like Mulan. And like it had us ugly laughing. Like we had bro. tears crying like my stomach was hurting i was, was laughing so, so hard it was good it was so good it was jokes like it was it was a it was in a in a, a variety of yeah. jokes it was like what she said she said slapstick humor yes it was know, sarcasm dry humor i loved it it was some good old-fashioned just make you giggle yeah you know make yeah, you some, snort it some, was some adult humor it was good some of that like oh did he just yeah he <laughs> said it mm-hmm. it was some of that kind of stuff going on it was it was so great it was yeah. thoroughly enjoyable on the humor side. Would but you say that was like the writing? The writing, yeah, the way the, it was written was good? They wrote it wonderfully. Wonderfully? Yeah. They wonderfully wrote it. It was great. They <laughs> it was did wonderfully it, written. It was wonderfully written. It was great. <laughs> the, perp, the They definitely had to have like a whole crew of comedians back yeah. there because this junk was like, it was like being on a comedy show, but everybody was good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you didn't have any openers who were like whack. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, good. Everybody it was, good. was good. Another thing we loved about this movie though, one, it was humorous. It was it was beyond humorous. Mm-hmm. Two, it was visually stunning. Beautiful. Like, every frame was just animated so... I almost want to say perfectly. Like, it was so pretty. Darn near. It was... There was this one scene where it was like every color of the, the rainbow. <laughs> it was... Was it when they first got into the farm? When they, like, open it up and you see all the colors from the farm, the animals and all that stuff? That's a good... That's a good one. But I was thinking when... Was it Eep and mm-hmm. Dawn left? Yeah, and they were riding on the on the cat, and yeah. it's like they 
It's like they had a beautiful look at the landscape. Yes, that it was, was beautiful. beautiful, rich violets and fuchsias. All the colors, man. And purples. All the <laughs> blues and All greens and aquas. It was great. So it, yeah, visually stunning, mm-hmm. so pretty. If you like, if you enjoy like art, graphic design. This movie will just make you be in awe. Yeah. It was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then finally, though, the part that we loved the most about this movie was that the characters were not only well-written, they were well-developed and extremely relatable. They were believable. Yeah. You guys, some of the issues uh, plot-wise were very rational. Like, they seem like rational things, you know? I think for me, one of like the biggest examples of that was that, you know, the... What was it? It was Eve and Guy. They were really wanting to kind of spread their wings and go off, you know, and make their own kind of clan. And the father, you know, he had some issues wanting to let go of both of them, really. You know, just the idea of his daughter, not only his daughter, but almost his kind of newly found son, venturing out and leaving the clan and then, you know, maybe possibly causing other people to maybe want to leave too. And just, I guess, the... The that, scariness of the unknown. Yeah, that thing. aspect of yeah. change. It was, but it was a real fear. It didn't feel like a plot point. It felt yeah. like a real, a real fear. Exactly. Another. So yeah, we had the fear of Eep and Guy leaving their, you know, their little tight knit family unit. Mm-hmm. Another really relatable plot point was, you know, when you just don't like somebody, you yeah, know, yeah. like the better but the bettermans it was i was definitely in favor of the crudes mm-hmm. because the bettermans were hecka petty they were the bettermans wanted to keep guy and have the crudes go off and never come back yeah. <laughs> because the bettermans actually knew guy from when he was younger mm-hmm. so the bettermans wanted guy to stay and be with their daughter dawn yeah. when they wanted the crudes and eat to go on from the go back from whence the cave they crawled out of essentially <laughs> exactly. so it was but it was it was more so like on the uh but it's like when you just don't it's just something about somebody that you're just mm-hmm. like uh, something's wrong i don't know what it is like you just can't get you can't even near you don't yeah. even want to look at them because it just it's like mm, it mm. bothers me yeah so but you know it, it definitely challenged me though on my pettiness <laughs> like <laughs> why am i being so petty stop being petty rachel like, you better hey, is that what that looks like that's, yeah that's yeah it was it was rough like i it really definitely it low-key challenged me on being petty, being judgmental. I gotta do better. I'm sorry, I mean, God. I'm that sorry. Part, the part where Hope made them a fruit basket. She made a them farewell a fruit, fruit basket. As a way to say, ah. you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta go home, but you, but you gotta, you here. can't stay. You gotta get the bleep of the bleep up out of here. Bye. Bye. That's what Hope <laughs> said. And then Ugga, she did not take it well. She football punted that junk. Over the, the, wall. the wall. And she's Ugh. And we're like, okay. okay. She was not <laughs> pleased. So, she but yeah. Upset. It, but visually stunning, hilarious, mm-hmm. really relatable plot line, really relatable characters. Yeah. I would say there were a couple of characters that were underdeveloped, but yeah. they, were, they were side characters, so you don't really care <laughs> that much. Yeah, if anything, they were just kind of there to propel, like, the really what? Would you say there were like three main plots kind of going on? Yeah. I would say three. So any other side plots going on were with the side characters. They were definitely there to propel the main yeah. plot. Which, again, the main plot was what you were really there for. And you could definitely feel them 
churning a lot of stuff to keep the main plot going so it didn't feel like you didn't really know where to look and where to like focus your like emotional attention exactly on. so we keep talking about the the different plots so yeah. the first plot was like we said earlier the main plot of them trying to find a safer place to yes stay. they're trying to find the better not the betterments the crew they're trying to mm -hmm. find a safer place to stay because out there outside the wall out in the wild essentially they were having to sleep in they were they doing call? kill circles kill circles every, every day seconds. afraid they're gonna die get eaten by like vultures or some junk so they were they were just tired of like living having to be edge. living on the edge <laughs> having to be in survival mode 24 yeah. 7 so that was the biggest plot they're trying to find a place where they can call home mm -hmm. the second plot was um Eep. i would say eep and guy yeah. wanting to venture off on their own and then deciding between them how to because the whole thing eep didn't really want to leave you know, and Guy was the one more kind of saying, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we had our own place? Yeah. And Eep's like, what's not to love about sleeping on top of everyone and having everyone sleep on top of you and being constantly surrounded by your family? And yeah. Guy's just like, there's so many things that are better than that. <laughs> Let like, me show you. What, what word was it that he kept talking about? It wasn't quiet. It was privacy. 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 And she was just like, what is that? What is privacy? And he's like, it's the most magical thing. <laughs> it was so funny. But, so yeah, so the second one was Eep and Guy wanting to kind of venture off on their own and how they were working through that, along with Eep's father, Grug, not wanting them to leave. So you had them but trying Phil to... also trying at the same time as that, wanting to get Guy to stay there and kick yeah. <laughs> Eep so, and the family out. So that's when the third one comes into play, where the Bettermans don't like... The crudes, which is what I was talking about earlier. When you just, you just like, there's just something, you know, you're just being petty. You don't know why. You don't know what it is. But they, just, they just bring out the petty in you. Yes, that, that was, was literally the best. The Bettermans were just hecka petty the entire movie, except for Don. Don was super sweet. Yeah. Don was the daughter. But hope and feel, y'all need Jesus. Okay. <laughs> y'all need to repent and ask the Lord for forgiveness. Ricky said, "You will be the main topic of my Netflix <laughs> of the next South of God's the episode. next episode." But so yeah, it was. Phil and Hope, the Bettermans, they wanted the crews to leave. So you mm -hmm. had, you had, it was just a whole, it was like we said, it was like, it was a couple different plot lines. Yeah. And then at the end, a, a third, a fourth plot line comes into play when you have, um. Like at the last quarter of the movie, it felt like they were slowly, so the whole time too, the monkeys. The monkeys. The, the, the there was an undercurrent of a banana themed plot that yes. they were slowly building up as soon as the crews got to the farm of the Bettermans. And it was just a weird thing about Phil and the bananas that grew in abundance all over the farm. And they didn't care. It was like the forbidden fruit. <laughs> they didn't care what you ate, what you touched, what you looked at. Do not. Ever. Touch. Don't look at them. Eat. Don't smell them. Or lick a banana. <laughs> None of it. <laughs> And then the the quarter, the last quarter, you find out why because of the little there was, punch monkeys. These little punch monkeys. These monkeys had like boxing gloves, and they would punch you, punch you hard, repeatedly, repeatedly. <laughs> but so that, so yeah, that was like the fourth plot, the fourth yeah. 
like plot line going on that arose in the end where of course to bring everything together. to bring everything together yeah it was kind of the to bring everything to a head in which you could yeah something that they could yeah something that was be bigger than the both of them yeah. that would both the families all the rivalries that would bring the whole group together at the end and it did yeah, a great job they, um, yeah it did such it was so weird it was so weird y'all when we tell you it was weird the punch <laughs> the punch monkeys turned they kidnapped they kidnapped drug phil and guy and turn them into giant bananas bro that junk was so funny to feed to a gigantic it was like a not a chimp it was a bamboo a bamboo a a baboon it was a bamboo that was funny bro that was funny oh my god it was a baboon a baboon a bamboo it was some it was like some kong type energy it was this giant monkey and it was like creepy and evil and had like a scar or Y'all. some junk. And so the re- so you find out that the reason Phil was segregating the bananas <laughs> was so that he could give it to the punch monkeys. And the punch, the punch monkeys were, gave, it. gave it to Kong over yeah, here basically. as a sacrifice because Kong was going to eat the, the punch, punch monkeys, monkeys if the punch monkeys didn't give, give them bananas. Yeah. And Phil had the biggest like stock of bananas yeah. in that area. Because you find out at the end that... The way Phil was able to build the wall and build this paradise, this treehouse they lived in, was that he cut, he redirected and cut off the water supply From to where, where the punch monkeys were, and the yeah. punch and where the punch monkeys were, there was an abundance of bananas as well. It was an oasis, a paradise, yeah. and so when Phil built up the wall, he redirected the water supply and. And, the, and all their bananas dried up. And mm-hmm. so be, before Phil got there, the punch monkeys were given sacrificial bananas to yeah, Kong. to Kong. To Kong. And so when that dried up, the, the Kong, Kong was like... Kong still wanted his cut. He, he still wanted his bananas. <laughs> he so. said, look, I, that, don't, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hmm, it's a personal problem to me. You gotta fix that one. Mm. So... Long story short, yeah, <laughs> you mm-hmm. had some some banana some bananas. You had some monkeys in there. Oh, but that's what we're gonna say before we wrap it up. The part that I really enjoyed was the very end, mm-hmm. which is what we we're talking about with the punch monkeys and them being dressed up as bananas. There was this scene where Phil and Grug were fighting, but they were using their words. And we are definitely gonna bring this up in the South of Gaza episode, so you have to listen to next week's episode. Yeah. But I wanted to just briefly talk about it, and it was really interesting because it really brought in actually. I can't talk about it. I'm sorry. You got to listen to the newest. Ep- you got to listen to the next episode. You got to listen to lessons from the crude's new age. Yeah, man. Before. Don't tell them too much. I they can't gotta, tell you because you got to listen to the next if y'all episode. Y'all want to know all the really good things that are going to be talked about that are going to be great. You know, when it comes to just relating some of the lessons, because there were a lot of really great yeah. lessons from this movie. Honestly, I think that was another reason why I just felt relatable. Like you know, kind of like we talked about, there were a lot of real life problems that they had to kind of get through and. It was just awesome seeing them work through it, you know, the way even the way it was animated. And I won't, I don't want to talk too much. And spoil yeah, it, but. so I don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to make you not listen to the next episode because yeah. you got to go listen to that episode to get the the fruit from this movie. Exactly. But I hope you at least found get this the banana. get the bananas <laughs> from this movie. I'm sorry, the nutrients from the bananas. <laughs> but I hope you found this episode enjoyable. I thank you, Jasmine, for coming on here and talking with me about this movie, reviewing this movie with me. She will be record or recording. She will be with me next week to talk about the lessons from the Crude's New Age. Mm-hmm. So make sure you tune in. And before we end, we've got to say our little prayer. So to Heavenly Father God, actually, Jazz, you know what? I'll let you lead the prayer. 
Just pray First us out. First of all, wait, before you even do that, we didn't even say what we rated it. Oh so my gosh. IMDb, oh my God. Oh my gosh. IMDb rated this a 7 out of 10. Personally, I thought it was a solid like nine and a half out of ten. I'm sorry, y'all. That banana bit—it <laughs> it kind of took me out of it for a second because I was like, "What's?" I was like, "Where did Kong on? come from?" Yeah, Kong. That's the bamboos. <laughs> <laughs> it was random, but I still loved it. I still loved it. It still met the purpose for which it was set. <laughs> what did you rate it, Rachel? I would give it a nine. nine. A nine because I don't think I've seen anything that was a solid ten. Mm-hmm. Well, nah, nah. We just said there's always room for there's always room for improvement, but, but nine, it's still a, if it's a highly recommend, though. highly recommend it for yeah. me. Just so y'all Same. know, if I haven't said it already, if it is seven or above, then it's basically a ten. Yeah. It's just small things that I would change. I can't necessarily give you the reason why I gave it a nine instead of a ten, but just mm-hmm. know there's always room for improvement. But it was a phenomenal movie, beautifully written beautifully drawn or created or however they animated it in junk it was bravo yeah they bravo. did good little golfer golf clap, clap. yeah golf you can't clap. hear us in the background we're golf clapping yes it was good so but, but yeah thank you for telling reminding me we highly recommend mm-hmm. i gave it a nine jasmine gave it a 9.5 yeah. imdb was being petty and they gave it a seven, seven. It definitely deserved at least an eight you know yeah so but if you would go ahead and pray us out and we will be out of this mug. Yeah, no problem. All right, so everybody bow your heads if you can. If you're driving, please don't. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this time that we got to talk about this movie, and we just want to pray that you'll be with us as we, you know, venture into the next episode and talk a little bit more about some of the points that will point us towards you, Father, even though, you know, it's maybe being given to us through this different type of media. We know that you'll always find a way to make your points known you know and to push them across the table so we just want to thank you for that and you know and your son just press amen 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 so yes real quick i want to say thank you for listening if you haven't already rate review and subscribe so that you'll be alerted whenever a new episode drops which is every monday at 9 a.m every monday at 9 a.m a new episode drops and uh yeah i think that's it so yep. until next time bye bye Oh, 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 oh,